Did you happen to notice the episode number that this is? It's 191. We are super close to 200. I just could, didn't even imagine doing this many episodes. And I'm kind of like at this point, I'm like, I can't stop, won't stop. I just love podcasting. I love being able to share and connect with you, the listener. And I just so appreciate you listening. There is some fun things coming to the podcast around the 200 episodes. So stay tuned uh, for that. But today we are going to talk about how I want you to stop feeling guilty for making yourself a priority. Motherhood, unfortunately, often becomes martyrdom for so many of us. We just do so much for others. And in return, we end up neglecting ourselves. I'm going to use that way overused cliche example from the airplane of the oxygen mask come on, put yours on first and then help others to put theirs on. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's true. And we as moms, especially homeschool moms, we can pour out to others when we have a full cup. If we have an empty cup, we don't have anything to pour from. So we are going to have this conversation today, and I am looking forward to helping you to fill your cup up. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Guess what? You are the only one who feels guilty about you taking time for yourself. Your husband, he actually really wants you at 100%. He doesn't mind you taking some time for yourself. Your kids, guess what? They don't think anything about it. If they grow up in a culture where mom takes some time for herself, whether that is a bubble bath or to take a walk or to go away for a weekend with friends, they don't think anything about it. And when you come back feeling refreshed, they're like, oh, good. Mom isn't cranky or angry. She's not hopefully hangry either. And she's just more at peace and feeling good about things. And your husband, of course, he's going to want you to be feeling like that. We want our spouse to be filled up and to be joyful and to be at their best. So please recognize that most likely you are the only one who feels guilty about you taking some time for yourself. And I am completely guilty of that as well. I always have felt so guilty when I would go and do something on my own or take some time for myself. But like I said, everyone would rather me take some of that time for myself than for me to be cranky, for my fuse to be short and for me to yell and to just kind of blow my top over ridiculous things when that wouldn't necessarily happen if I had some time to fill up. And so I kind of found that when my kids were younger, I tended to go in spurts. It seemed like a vicious cycle, unfortunately, 
where I would just be at my wits end and they'd be like, okay, I have to set aside some, some time for myself. And we, I would talk to my husband about it and we would set something up and have it all figured out and it would go really well. And then it would be like, oh, it's just really hard for me to get away to go and do that. Oh, I have this to do instead. Oh, I have the kitchen to clean instead. Instead of have meal planning to do the laundry to fold. It's so much easier to just continue with being in the trenches and doing all of the things that I would need to do. And then I would start to get burned out. And then I would start to realize that I wasn't making myself a priority and just the cycle would re- would return. I'd be like, okay, now I have to make myself a priority. I need to do something. So you might recognize yourself in that. And I wish I could say that I've completely broken free of that, but I have not. Maybe it's just part of my personality, my nature to do so, but I have been on a bit of a kick. This has been a long spurt. It's probably been over a year where I've really been focused on my health and my physical abilities and wanting to work on my strength and my balance and my flexibility. And so that's been a fun adventure for me and trying new things and getting, you know, dumbbells and doing strength workouts and doing a lot more walking. So that's a way that I have been consistent lately because I just feel like at this point it hasn't been, it's been off and on. We'll say that that's been a cycle kind of thing too. And I'm hoping that I have broken that cycle and will continue to do that. So today let's talk about two, two major areas that I want to focus on when it comes to you making yourself a priority, a little bit of self-care. And I know sometimes like the self-care can get a bad rap. So just know when I use that term, it goes back to filling yourself up so that you can fill others up. It doesn't necessarily mean the negative connotation that it can maybe get, especially on social media where it's like self-care and mom spends you know, uh, 16 hours a day just on herself and pampering and, and all these, like every single day. I'm not saying you can't take 16 hours to yourself and go do something fun, go do a spa day or whatever it is that you like to do. But this, this constant, you know, well, I need self-care today. I need self-care the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day, like all day, that's kind of taking it to extreme. So I want to talk today about how to recharge. And then we're going to talk about taking a break because oftentimes we find ourselves in that cycle. So under um, how to recharge, I want to talk a little bit here about making this a regular part of your day, your weeks, your months, by setting aside time for you to fill yourself up. It helps to keep you ahead of burnout because that's typically what happens, especially as a homeschool mom, when we have our homeschool year and we just have a lot more. It's not I don't want to say just, we're going to say just in quotes. It's not just keeping everybody fed and dressed and content and thriving like we might do over a summer break. This is also adding in education and being intentional with how you carry that through, which also depends upon your style and what your focus and your vision and your goals are for your homeschool. But when we take time regularly to recharge ourselves, we can stay ahead of this burning out. We can stay ahead of like the crash and burn and mom having a freak out one night or finding yourself sobbing in bed one evening. It's because you're just, you're just beyond. You're just, you're just done. You don't have anything else to pour from. So if you can try to make this time of recharging yourself up part of your days, part of your weeks, part of your months, it's so much easier to 
head it off at the before it actually happens. So think about, so you're saying, well, how do I recharge? I want you to think about what fuels you up. What is it you like to do? Do you like to spend maybe some time alone? Is it time alone at home? Is it time alone outside somewhere? Is it time alone just maybe at a coffee shop? Like, what does that look like? For me, when I remember, you know, when it comes to this, like time alone, I would love time at home by myself. But when my kids were little, that really wasn't possible. It was so much easier for me to maybe take my planner or take a couple of my list of things to do and grab my laptop or a book and go around to a local coffee shop or somewhere where I could just kind of hide out in a corner and do that because it was easier for my husband to stay home with the kids and get them winding down and maybe even possibly getting them to bed. So think about what fuels you up. Is it time alone? Is it time with others? Is it time spent with your family, maybe outside of the home doing something fun? Is it spending time outside? Is it a hobby? Really take some time and just like brain dump, get out a piece of paper and just brain dump what fuels you up and don't feel like any of those things are weird. It's okay. Whatever it is, that's, that's just who you are and your personality. And don't look back at say, oh, well, before kids, I like to do blank, whatever it is. And that really fueled me up. Well, you're a different person you are than you were then. You have kids, you're a mother, you're a wife, you're just, you're older, you've changed and that's okay. It's okay for the things that fuel you up now to be different than what they were and for them to be different someday, you know, as you get older as well. So try to find some time that you can put this on your calendar and please make your husband a part of this entire process. Include him in this and let him know. And so then also see if you can add something bigger, maybe every quarter, or you can think of it every season, whether it's like as in spring, summer, fall, and winter, because something maybe like a weekly or every other week going to a coffee shop and, you know, whether it's by yourself or with a friend or taking a walk, maybe a couple times a day and a couple times a day. (laughs) I meant to say a couple times a week. I don't know who has time for a couple times a day. If you do, Actually, when I think when I had babies, I might've had a little bit more time to take a couple, couple walks a day because they would sleep in the stroller. But anyway, thinking of adding in maybe something bigger. So you have maybe some regular things that you do, whether those are daily, weekly, monthly, but then adding in something bigger every quarter really gives us as moms something fun to look forward to. Maybe it's a women's retreat with your church. Maybe it's a homeschool convention. Maybe it's a girl's weekend away, or maybe it's just a fun shopping day that you do with friends or you get together with your sisters or go out to lunch and just something that's maybe a little bit bigger every quarter that will require a little bit more time, maybe a little bit more planning. And that'll be something fun to look forward to. But I don't want you to ignore those big things and not find just simple pockets in your everyday. Maybe everybody is taking a nap and your time to recharge yourself is while everybody's taking a nap, maybe some quiet room time. Maybe you need to take a nap. Maybe get a shower. Maybe you grab a cup of coffee and you sit outside on your back deck and you just soak in the quietness. Maybe it's going for a walk in the evening after dinner and dad gets everybody a bath, but just finding some simple pockets in your day. Maybe it's even the kids are playing and they're just perfectly happy and content to be playing. And you take some time to pull out your Bible and read through your Bible, find a book to read, just something that will 
bring you just a little bit of joy and a little bit of reprieve and just a, just take a deep breath in and deep breath out just every single day, maybe throughout the day, even just some sweet, simple moments that will help you recharge. I think sometimes just as much as maybe something really big. Now, the second thing I want to focus on here is taking a break. Sometimes we just, even if you have all of this figured out and you have it planned in and you say every single week, I am going to just take a couple of hours to myself and just get out of the house, get off of the property. Maybe it, and and that includes maybe taking a walk a couple of times a a week, not a day, (laughs) but maybe just you have these couple of little things, but still, and maybe some bigger things and you figured out some things to do each season, something fun, something fun to do maybe once a month. That's kind of a little bit bigger, but sometimes we just get to the point that we have our best laid plans and we have All of this factored in, we're like, we're not going to burn out. Sometimes the best laid plans, they aren't enough because you right now are in a very full season of life and it's okay to admit that. And it just is what it is. Any of us who have kids like me, my kids are older. We've been there, done that. And I completely understand and it's okay to lean into it. And it doesn't mean that the very full season of life means everything is terrible and bad and drudgery. No, there's just a lot of life and a lot of activity going on in your home. There is a lot of maybe emotions and there's personalities and there's just wants and needs. And so you're just in a really full season right now and you need some more recharging than when maybe you were single before you got married or even when you were married before you had kids you might need just a little bit more recharging or slightly different recharging. And it'll be a different type of recharging someday when your kids all move out. It'll be a different type of recharging that you'll need then. So it's okay to take breaks. So oftentimes when we, as a homeschool mom, we have all the things like I mentioned earlier, and then we also have our home education that we're responsible for. And we take that really very seriously And so sometimes maybe we just need to take a break from our homeschool and just allow our, our bodies and our minds and our emotions, just a little bit of a break. So if homeschooling is just kind of the tip of the iceberg and it's overwhelming right now, think about maybe adjusting your homeschool calendar. In other words, when you are actually focused on, or maybe when you're tracking days for it, or when you're doing actual formal lessons, One thing to consider is possibly moving into a more year-round homeschooling. This is a phenomenal way to head off burnout when it comes to our homeschool. So look into maybe just doing things a little bit more year-round. Instead of having a three-month-off for the summer break, maybe you do something where maybe you just have a month off or a couple weeks off and you might be like, ah, that sounds, I I don't know how they even to do that. I'm going to tell you right now, I moved to a more year round model for quite a few years and it saved me. It literally saved me and my sanity when it came to homeschooling. It helped to save my relationship with my kids and it was really the perfect solution for quite a few years. So maybe that's something to look into if trying to cram all the things for homeschool into seven, eight, nine months is, is just 
not working out for you, think about and look into possibly kind of switching up your calendar to more year round, which is something that we get to do together in Clarify Your Homeschool when we figure out how to set up your calendar and what does that look like and what does that look like right now in this season of life. So year round is definitely an option and definitely a good option if you're feeling like it's becoming too overwhelming and you need to kind of stretch things out a bit. The last thing I want to mention here when it comes to taking a break is just overall, is there something that you need to put aside? Is there multiple things you need to put aside? Maybe it is a commitment outside the home that just isn't serving you very well right now. Maybe it's time to put that aside, knowing that you're just putting it aside, just putting it on the shelf. Nobody says you can't take it back off the shelf next year or in a couple of years, but just think about, is there something that you need to put aside? I remember there was multiple times where I would volunteer or work in some type of ministry and it just would become, or maybe I was committed to a Bible study or committed to some other group, book club, something, and it worked well and it was a great thing for me to do in a certain season, in a certain couple of years of life. And then life just became a bit more intense at home and it just became a lot to do. And there's actually a Bible study that it's um, it, like kind of in the community that it was in the church in our church for a while and now it moved to another church. And when women from my church happened to mention it and they just assume that I go and they're actually usually shocked that I have never actually done this Bible study that it seems like everybody in all the churches locally do. And I know so many people who attend this Bible study and I've had this opportunity to be a part of it for eight years. And it just, I was like, no, I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's wonderful and I would probably really like it. It just hasn't worked well in the past eight years. And that's okay. It's okay to say something say no to something before you've even done it. And it's okay to say no, if it's something that just isn't serving you very well right now. So think about are there things that you need to put aside in order to allow that margin in your life, maybe by putting something aside, it actually allows you that margin to be able to make yourself a little bit of a priority and pour into yourself a little bit so that right now you can pour more into your husband and into your children and into maybe your neighborhood, your community and whatever areas that you really feel God has calling you right now, but it's okay to put aside something on the shelf for a little while so that you can do those and be able to pour well into your family. Because let's be honest, nobody enjoys a cranky mom. <laughs> and I know that you don't enjoy being cranky either. And so when we look at, you know, having a short fuse, when we look at being cranky, when we look at being negative, when we look at just not being who we know that we can be, not having the energy that we wish we had, then maybe it's time to look and see, figure out these two things. How do you recharge? Figure out how to do that. What what makes you recharge and get that onto your calendar? And then the second thing is taking a break, seeing the things to put aside. Maybe it's homeschooling. Maybe it's stretching out the homeschool curriculum. Maybe it's not doing every single subject every single day. Maybe it's stretching it out and then that will give you a little bit of margin and possibly give you some time during the day to recharge yourself as well. 
So friend, if you are looking for some community to maybe bounce some of these ideas off of and to hear what others do uh, who are also homeschool moms when it comes to recharging and taking a break, we'd love to have you over in the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes so you can go ahead and join today. That would be a great way to be able to connect with others. So friend, this has been good. I hope that it has given you some ideas and I'd love to hear about those ideas as well. In the meantime, go figure out what's going to make you recharge and get that on the calendar and go for it. Go do it. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at little by little homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.